uh, David Dobrik gifted me a Lamborghini Huracan. <laughs> like, That's amazing. I, just saying that out loud sounds bizarre. Have you even uh, driven a Lamborghini before? No. Wow. Well, like briefly, but not really. Uh-huh. Um, this was like my first time actually being behind the wheel of one. In this episode, we are talking with YouTube star Heath Hussah. Heath initially garnered online success with now defunct platform Vine. Transitioning Vine to YouTube, Heath joined former Vine creators known as the Vlog Squad. His amazing content strategy and ability to pivot his videos has helped him amass 2 million subscribers since the crossover. This is Creative Disruption, the intersection where entertainment, data, and creativity meet. Here's your hosts, Ricky Ray Butler and Daryl Leaves. Welcome back to the Creative Disruption Podcast, where we talk about everything that's disrupting the industry and talking to those creators that's creating that ripple effect. I'm joined here by my friend, Ricky Ray Butler. How are you doing, Ricky? I'm doing great. Why do I always like to say Ricky Ray? Like I always like you to say that. You call me Ricky Ray or Ricky Ray Butler or <laughs> Ricky Ray. I called color. you Ricky once, and you're like, "It's not my name." Well, no, <laughs> I can go by Ricky. That's that is a lie. <laughs> Just don't. It's always me. been Ricky Ray. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what my mom called me. I used to be ashamed of it. I've embraced it being in entertainment. It, but isn't it Richard though? It's like Richard Raymond Butler. It's much longer. <laughs> but I've never been called Richard my entire life. It's always been Ricky Ray. But what's on your driver's license? Um, I don't know. Was, <laughs> no, actually, actually, I don't want to. I don't want to reveal that publicly. It's, it's like, it's too, second, I think we got to cut this part out. Oh yeah, we don't need to cut it out. Come on now. Now, some okay. hackers. Now let, let's talk about trends that happen online, and and you know, being being in the industry for quite some time and seeing all the different things that go, goes on, you have the shock factor. Like the shock factor, number one, has always been there. Uh, you know, for YouTube, for videos, for anything. It's like, how can we shock the, the audience? Um, and I, I've noticed a trend, you know, as of late that, you know, the shock factor is getting a little bit more extreme, you know, you're giving away $10,000 and then you're giving away $100,000 and then mm-hmm. giving away a Lamborghini or whatever it may be. Like, <laughs> like you've seen this before. Yeah. What's your thoughts on this? I think it's great as long as they follow through. <laughs> you know, if it's just clickbait, if it's just clickbait, and, and, you know, they basically lie with a title or with a, a thumbnail and then they don't really have anything about that content or they're not really doing it or they're being somewhat, you know, sketchy. On, exactly. On yeah, yeah. That, that, that's where I have an issue. But, like, I hope people just keep, you know, building Going those up there. shock factors up. For sure. I, I watch them. <laughs> Absolutely. It, it, it does it for me. <laughs> you know, like, and, and I think the, the one that's really sending some trends is Jimmy. I mean, with yeah. Mr. Beast, and we'll have him on the podcast here soon. But, mm-hmm. um, like, he's definitely pushing the envelope. But are there other creators doing some other creative things that you've seen in the industry? Well, I think that, so. We need to give good a for shout out to that's not doing as much content today. And it's Stuart Edge. Oh, yeah? You know, he was one of the you know, first people, I think, that was really um, pushing the shock factor, but with, like, with positive content yeah no right right definitely with a shock factor yeah yeah and 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 uh, today i don't think he's as active on youtube or yeah i don't know you know, I, I haven't seen any of stuff in a long time but but you know th- this is something that we've talked about this before this is something that was a, a really big trend i think like three years ago and now it's like resurfacing but it's like much bigger today and um people are really getting the resources to spend money Invest in the content. <laughs> it is. It's just like, okay, what's our production budget? Well, it includes a Lamborghini or it includes, mm-hmm. you know, $100,000. And I know a lot of brands now are getting super excited. Like Honey is super excited. 
to work with content creators like Mr. Beast because, like, hey, this is great visibility. And we know that the money that is being spent, and they'll put more money into it just because it's being spent to well, give away as well. What are your thoughts on it? Do you feel like it's cheap? I, no, no, no. I don't think it's cheap. It's entertainment, right? Mm -hmm. it, it, like, I, I truly do believe it's like, it's, they have to follow through with it. There are content creators is, oh, we're doing this, you know, $10,000 challenge, but the $10,000 never goes into other people's hands. It's like mm -hmm. blatantly dishonest. Mm -hmm. I don't like stuff like that. Well, but the ones that do, and they're actually, you know, fulfilling with their promise, 100%, I think it's entertaining. There's been a very negative world when it comes to the shock factor, and that's been the pranking world. Well, 100%. Do you feel like there's ever going to be a resurgence of, of prank videos? I hope not. Like, I, mm -hmm. like, I, like I, unless pranks done in a different way, like, mm -hmm. I think, you know, pranks is great, but it, it, it crosses a line way what, too far. What line do you think it crosses? Like, well, like, like they're bullying like, or, I, or I, they're faking it? Like, 100% when you're, when you're pranking a homeless person. Oh, who, for sure. Like, seriously, come on, guys. Like, pull your heads out mm -hmm. and see what's actually happening. I'm 100% mm -hmm. against it. Now, Pranking your friends, um, you know, where it, it's expected. Like, we prank each other all the times. Mm -hmm. we, 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 like, we're, you know, we like to tell jokes and do stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But when it's to someone, some random person that doesn't deserve that, 100% that should not even be surfaced. Well, so on YouTube, you know, there's a lot of, you know, like shock factor type content. And what other um, platforms do you think are also seeing this? Do you think this is happening with um, SVOD platforms? 100%. Like, I, I, I look at every platform. It, there's this, the extreme factor. There's always mm -hmm. something bigger and better. And But there's there's content creators that are are getting these deals with, like, you know, discovery and all this mm -hmm. other stuff because their content's so good, and it has that shock factor that they're looking for, and they're hoping to get those eyeballs to go uh, to that, that platform. Yeah, that trend seems to just keep happening. Like, you have, like, rooster teeth. Yep. Like, Whenever I'm like in a hotel somewhere, like and I'm, I'm I'm trying to watch television, which I don't really do, I, I always see like some random people from YouTube. I'm like, well, wait, like they have a TV show, yeah, and, and they don't really promote it. Like they're still doing their own content. Like I saw one with like um, Bernie and and like the slow mo guys, and yep. they were like doing some science project trying to figure out how sharks move or something, and it was on Discovery. Yeah, and they're getting paid a bajillion dollars, and bajillion oh, yeah. is a word. I'm, we're going to verify that. Wait, you can't do the same joke. <laughs> no, I always do the same joke. <laughs> it's one of those standing things that always happen. Come on now. Well, with your content, which, I mean, as we've discussed before, you don't like to reveal the 15 million subscribers that you have and what channels <laughs> they're on, and I think you're just afraid I, that I'm going to be trolling you I, in the comments. We, there well, are, with, with there that are people said, that know this. Yes, <laughs> I know. It's, it's the editor over here. But and, and there's other people, okay, too. Okay, so, so I mean, in what ways do you use, like, you know, like shocking content or shocking titles? Um, is that something that works like, with the content? No, 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 not, not like, yours is more, more like the family, family kid space stuff. stuff. Right? It's just easily to produce type type stuff. So not necessarily that way. Well, you could you could say like like a um, hundred gallons of slime. Yeah, in it. yeah. No, but most of the people that we target couldn't read, so it doesn't. You oh know, wow! It doesn't so, really matter. Oh, wow. so it's like it's more <laughs> like toddlers, you know. But it's like that's not necessarily the case. I think um, you do have to have a clickable. And I won't say clickbait because I think clickbait has always been turned mm -hmm. term bad. But it's sure. like you got to have a clickable title. You have mm -hmm. to have something that is is a clickable thumbnail that gets people so invested that they want to click in it, and it's so important for that click. And mm -hmm. then once it's there, you have to deliver on that promise. And yeah. and that's where I think where you've seen a, a huge, uh, massive growth with Mr. Beast over the last you know mm -hmm. eighteen months. It's because he's delivering on his promise and it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And so 
I think shock content is going to always be around. Um, I mm-hmm. think that the more um, the more real and raw it is, it's mm-hmm. like when you when you surprise and delight someone of random. You know, it started with uh, Twitch streamers before, but then mm-hmm. it's like you know a waitress or whatever. That's that's when it gets real for people, and mm-hmm. I don't think that that will ever go away because it's like a true surprise instead of oh that punk got another thing or this or that. You know, it's just it, I just I don't see. Well, I think it's getting really saturated. It's gonna be interesting to see where the innovation comes. Yeah. And, and 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 where the community evolves and creating you know more you know shocking content yeah well and I and I I think it's like shocking would be one thing I think it's more surprise and delight I yeah. think I think I'd like to call it that. yeah I mean it's more surprise and delight and and yeah there might be a shock factor in there there might be some moment well, I appreciate this discussion because I expect us to start fighting uh, eventually and we didn't <laughs> we did so, so that's good like you, you say you're gonna bring your MMA skills out I'm like come on <laughs> yeah you better better be careful but you were like all state wrestler though, yeah right? but it's all right but you know that's out that's, that's a few pounds ago. I have I have like new style fighting so I don't think you have a chance okay but anyways we, <laughs> we can agree to disagree um but today i'm really excited about you know our guest and we're talking about shock factor content or like surprise and delight content yep um i think he's a an awesome expert when it comes to this and um um who we have today is heath and and, guys and heath has an awesome youtube channel he's a part of the vlog squad over two million subscribers but also is also a pioneer on vine where he had like around four million three point five like three point seven somewhere around there that's awesome you know so I, i remember seeing Keith, you know, in his early days, and um, um, he and Zane would do a lot of fun content. Yeah. And, and you guys are still doing the fun content today. Yeah, uh, we um, grew up together. We went to high school um, I always together. thought you were brothers. I'll be honest with Honestly, you. Honestly, so many people do, so don't worry about it. It's <laughs> like we are brothers. It's yeah. Like, I thought that you no, were. No, we, so. we get it every single day. Um, and, we do look pretty similar. And when it comes to, like, shock factor content, which we were talking about earlier, right, right. just recently... Um, there was a really fun video that David Dobrik yeah, did. Really fun. Giving him a, a Lamborghini. When, when you say it's fun, you're still smiling here. Dude, it yeah, yeah, still it, it, blows my it. mind. <laughs> it's still insane to me. My my team was involved in the project, but I've never heard your perspective. Yeah. Oh, my so, God. I, so. I love talking about it because like, it's still so fresh to me. Um, so as I'm sure a lot of people listening know, uh, David Dobrik gifted me a Lamborghini Huracan. Like, <laughs> That's amazing. I, just saying that out loud sounds bizarre. Have you even uh, driven a Lamborghini before? No. Wow. Well, like briefly, but not really. Uh-huh. Um, this was like my first time actually being behind the wheel of one. And it's incredible. Like it's, it is the most insane thing I've ever driven in my life. Uh, it just, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, he, he gifted me a Lamborghini and obviously, we're talking about shock factor, and I was shocked. And it was, I think it, it, was, I like, it was all genuine, right? Yeah, but you're still shocked right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it, I don't know if it's ever gonna be like. Ever since that happened, my life hasn't felt real. Hmm. I feel like I'm living in a dream, and it's so <laughs> like it sounds crazy that like, oh, okay, you got a Lamborghini, now your life's fake. No, but like, it just I don't know. I it, it's. It's something that you see growing up. You're like, wow, a Lamborghini. And I've always looked at it as, wow, I wonder what people who have one of those do. Like, what, yeah. what, those, uh-huh. those people got to be <laughs> living life. And uh-huh. it's, it's something that I accepted growing up as something that would never happen. And that is just so unreachable that it wasn't even a reality. And being given one broke everything in my mind that I had thought my entire life. Um, so it was, it was really crazy to look at it like that. But, um, also the fact that like 
David just gave me a quarter million dollars. Yeah. Like, it's not sure. like, okay, yeah, he gave you a car, but no, he gifted me a quarter million dollars. That's and that amazing. Is, like, that is something that like hits you and yeah. that you can't really comprehend in the moment. You're just like in utter disbelief. So yeah. I got to ask the question, have you taken it out and have you? Oh yeah. Okay. No, no, oh let's, yeah. Let's, let's talk about that. Woo, Did you okay. have to learn how to drive it first? Oh, so what's crazy? Like a new like fast car. Like I always realize that there's, I'm very limited as a driver and I have to definitely you know, test things um, out. It's, it's so responsive and feels so just natural. The only way I can describe it is like, you're, you're wearing a car. That's amazing. Yeah. Like my truck, I get in and I'm like, doo, 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 like I'm, I'm driving a big truck. Okay. Mm -hmm. But like this, you feel like you're Iron Man inside of this crazy <laughs> machine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, dude, the steering, the handling acceleration. Okay. So let's talk about the acceleration unreal. here. Okay. So, okay. So I, I think it does zero to 60 in something like 3.4. Mm -hmm. But if you use launch control it'll get you there in 2.7 i believe right. which i haven't done yet i'm waiting because i want to film my reaction i'm getting used to like the car i don't want to like fucking do everything <laughs> be, right be, off the be bat be right careful filming your exactly reaction. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys so i'm gonna do zero to 60 right now. uh 2.7 seconds it's, it's it's nuts um fastest thing i've ever driven no and so th this was something where like um david collaborated with need for speed electronic is that cars. what it was yeah. mm -hmm. That that and is unbelievable. That's that 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 is so awesome. And it, was, too, it was trending for how long? That video? I, a long time. I mean, I've seen it on the homepage so many times. It's so <laughs> I was I was it's at like the, you and David and like the blue Lamborghini. The yeah, yeah, I was at the store the other day, and this girl's looking at me. And usually, I get like, "Oh my God, you're you're Heath from the vlogs." Blah blah blah. She's looking at me. She's like, "Were you the guy on Twitter freaking out over a Lamborghini?" And I was like. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever gotten that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am. She's like, oh my God, I saw that. That's so cool. I was like, tell me about it. <laughs> I know. She's like, yeah, I just wanted to say hi. I was like, that's, right. that's awesome. That's awesome. So you got to do launch mode. I mean, how far have you driven? Have you gone up to like Santa Barbara? I've done, uh, I've done Malibu a couple times, a couple little beach runs uh, through Topanga. Those canyon rides are incredible. Oh, yeah. um, I've gone down to OC. I've put, Okay, Since how I many miles it, now? I put, <laughs> you I put a thousand miles on it already. Oh, wow. So I'm, I'm driving. Amazing. Well, I feel bad because I haven't driven well, anything it. else. Live it up. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so new and fresh that I can't stop driving it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, it's great. Like, do you um, take it to the convenience store? I, I go to the gym every day with it. You're like, okay, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm that asshole. <laughs> I love it. You come back sweating from yeah. the gym and right into a $200,000 car. Well, how hard is it to like park? Okay. So that's the thing. When I had a Corvette, like that was the biggest issue. It's with parking. awful. I just park way out and um, I'm still getting used to the dimensions, like backing up. You know, I got <laughs> a foot and a half that I could still keep pulling in and same with the front. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty tricky, especially in LA. Everything is so hilly, and you got pulling into a parking structure. You got this crazy mm -hmm. ramp up, so you got to hit it at angles, so you're not, yep, you know, scraping it. And uh, it's just getting used to it. Like my truck is obnoxious and huge, and almost impossible to get around. And now I have what a the complete opposite, <laughs> like daily driver that is hard to get around as well. So it's kind of like. Well, you're like you just told us a story before we started about 
you actually got your truck back. So now I got like, my. I, what's, now this I got, with, what's this with cars in you here? Like, what's going on? I've had a, <laughs> a really lucky year, I guess. Um, so my truck, uh, also known as Big Red, uh, it was my Ford Lightning. It was the first car I've ever bought by myself. And uh, I bought it in Florida and I moved out to LA in it. And that was my baby. Big part of my content, my friend's content. We would film in it every single day. And the fans just grew to love it. And it got stolen out of my apartment complex one day. By a fan? I don't know. <laughs> I, w- I wish I knew. They just really like they really like the truck. Um, but yeah, it got stolen uh, from my parking garage, and it was gone. And crazy. Didn't hear anything from the cops for a long time. My insurance wrote me a check. Long story short, they found my truck, but it was too late, and I couldn't get my truck back because I had signed the title over. And they were like, if you want it, you got to find it at the auction that it goes to. Oh, wow. And did they tell you what auction it was going to? Or They, they kind of did, but they wrote me a check for it that was awful. And then they put it in the auction starting bid way more than right. they had given me. Wow. So it was like, at the time, I, I, I didn't have, you know, the money to go now pay, you know, $5,000 more than what I had gotten for it. So it kind of, it was a a shitty situation that I couldn't avoid. Um, And that was the last I heard. And then two and a half, three years later, I get an email a couple days ago. Somebody's like, Hey, I think this is your truck. And I was like, Oh my God, that does look like my truck. I got to go see it. So I pull up and uh, the guy opens his garage. He had it for sale. And I was like, Holy shit, this is my truck. (laughs) I looked at the guy, I was like, you're not going to believe this, but this was my truck that was stolen from me. He's like, no way. I was like, you bought it from an auction, right? He's like, yeah. And uh, I ended up buying my truck back a couple that of days ago. That is so crazy. And oh, that's amazing. My, my fans went crazy because they know how much that truck meant to me. So yeah. for them to see me get it back is, you know, just as exciting <laughs> for them as it is me. Uh, What's that so, long lost character in their sitcom that yeah, actually comes back? It feels, it feels like, <laughs> it's kind of fucked up to say this, but it feels like a, a child was stolen from me. And now, you know, the baby comes back a couple years later and you're like... How many more miles is on it? It's unbelievable. Um, I think it was like maybe 10,000 more. Oh, that's okay. not bad. That's yeah. not bad for a couple years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. So, okay. So we got to we gotta switch gears here. So, like, um, you, you, you definitely do Vine and it, you did it till it died, basically. Yeah. Moved over, started doing YouTube vlogs. Mm-hmm. Um, like content and content creation like people coming into the space right now what do you think about when you're creating content like how how are you thinking of your audience and how you want to engage with them um luckily i'm in this place where the the content that i make is for people who like to just see me and my friend group so it doesn't really matter what i'm doing um they just like to see me and my friends interact for whatever it is um so whether we pick a a fun DIY challenge or some sort of game or, you know, any sort of just dancing in spandex. Exactly. So you get it. Uh, Have you seen those? Oh, yeah, I've seen those. those it, it, it sounds so silly, but like our, our friend group is so funny and we just make things, uh, I guess, entertaining and, you know, worth people's time. Do, do you feel like the viewers just there and they're a part of your friend group? I mean, they just feel like. Yeah. So a lot of, there. a lot of people that watch, they're like, it just feels like we're there with you guys. Right. And that's, that's, what's great. You know, we do a lot of conversational uh, pieces throughout the vlogs where people feel like they're, they're there and they're listening and they, they want to chime in. Cause it's so like real, um, which is, which is uh, 
something that I'm so thankful for. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, like a question I have is about technology and where technology is going. Do you think though, there's going to be a day where you're creating these videos and it's a VR experience? Oh People yeah. People are literally there with you dancing. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. We've seen stuff that, you know, the advances in VR that have come out already. And right. then with Fortnite putting in, uh, what was marshmallow into the game and 100%. people are there playing the game with their friends, looking at their friends. Yep. It's a hundred percent going to that. And I think it's crazy. Like I almost like don't want to accept it. I feel like my parents were there like, you you don't need that. You don't but, need none of that stuff. Um, but like that whole marshmallow event, I like that was an epic moment. Like that was an epic crazy. Game moment, but it was oh, an yeah. epic moment for sure. And people like, where were you when that happened? You know, I'm sort of here with my friends doing yeah. this. You know, I was there with my boys playing. You know, they always tried to kill me. Luckily, they took that mode off so I couldn't be killed during yeah. that time. <laughs> but no, it was just one of those beautiful moments. And I think that's where it is. It's like technology is connecting us on a deeper mm -hmm. level. And it is that fan creator, um, yeah. you know, connection. And I think that's the next iteration of where things are going to go. And so. just, uh, just the way fans interact when they see us. It's like they're seeing a friend. They're not like, like seeing Brad Pitt, they would just be completely shocked. But mm -hmm. when they see us, they come running up and they're it's like giving loyalty. hugs. They're like, oh, hi, yeah. how, oh my God, how are you? Like, it's a friend we haven't seen in a long time. And that's it's, so crazy because- It's weird though, because like, I mean, think about it. Like they know every aspect mm -hmm. of your life and you're like, who is this person? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like an actor who does a movie for, you know- a couple months yep. gets put out. That's their only thing for the year. It's like they see, like you said, so much of our lives and they're they're so in tune with everything about us. And it's it just makes us so much more accessible and I guess real. Yeah. Do you feel um that today you're it's it's easier to connect without with your audience than it was like when you're just doing Vine? Definitely. Um and especially uh just being on the YouTube platform. Uh, with Vine, Zane and I, people would recognize us, be like, oh my God, you guys are the Viners. But it didn't translate to a dedicated audience. They weren't in love with who we are. They were more like, oh, these guys post funny videos. I'll check them out when they post a video. But it didn't translate into Instagram. It didn't carry over to Twitter. Mm -hmm. They weren't all encompassed into what we were doing. Sure. When we started YouTubing, they became you know, oh my God, this guy's great. This person's so cool. I want to see what they post on Instagram, see what they have to say on Twitter. Mm. And it just became a more Why unison. Why is that, you think? You think it's just because- Just how much they're content seeing. And like, they build yeah. a, you know, a higher level of loyalty? Yeah. It's, it's totally being able to see who we are captured in a video. What, what platforms out there do you think are going to actually compete with YouTube in this way? Hmm. I right now, there's just nothing. There's nothing, like I'll say, like there's nothing out there right now that I'd rather be doing than posting YouTube videos. There's not another app. Uh, I know there's Instagram TV and stuff, which is cool. And it's just, it doesn't have the same feel as like going onto YouTube. It's just mm -hmm. become such a experience. Like you're going onto YouTube to see your favorite YouTubers. Yeah. And it's, uh, I don't know. It's just, there's something about it. And I haven't gotten that anywhere else. Yeah. Now, well, now, if Vine didn't die, though, I mean, like, let's look at it. Did you cross over before Vine died, or where were you at? No, Vine yeah, died. So I hear about the yeah, migration. So I was that, actually going to ask yeah. the same thing. Yeah, because that's where I'm interested. Because it's like, is is YouTube? I'm not saying it's going to die, but is it going to be, you know, canceled? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that's that's another that's another thing. 
Um, so I didn't transfer over until Vine completely died. Um, David Dobrik, who was in our friend group, started filming us and was like, I'm going to do YouTube videos. We're like, oh, that's fun. That's new. Um, so we just started helping him do that while we're vining. And he started building a following on YouTube. And we're like, oh, this is kind of fun. And YouTube, or uh, sorry, Vine just kind of disappeared. And he was the only one that had a YouTube uh, channel that we were like helping, you know, build. And uh, we're like, oh, shit. Well, now now what are we all? I guess we, we should make a YouTube channel too. This is, I mean, something we've been doing. It's fun. Um, and it's a way for all of us to express ourselves through, you know, video content. And, uh, that's when we all just decided to make our own channels. And I think I might've been the last one to do it. Jug <laughs> <laughs> your feet. Yeah. Into it. <laughs> um, cause I've, I've always been pretty private with my life. I don't really like putting too much out there. Um, but obviously I, it's, it's my job and it's what I do for a living. So I have to, um, but that's why I was kind of hesitant on doing it. Yeah. Really committing to be like, okay, I'm going to open up my world completely and post long form content. Um, I'm happy I did. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So where, where do you see the future going? Like for the next five years, like where do you feel like you're going as a creator? Where's technology um, going? That's a good question. I feel like everything has been happening so fast with technology that it's kind of like unpredictable. Mm -hmm. Like I, to me in my brain, I don't know what else can come. Like what the next step is because it, it doesn't seem like there is anything. I feel like we're there, but obviously we're not. Um, so I, I don't know where it's going to go. Um, my next step right now, I just started a podcast as well with uh, oh, cool. my buddy Zane and we posted two episodes so far. Awesome. I am stoked about. I love it more yeah. than I ever thought I would. We hit number one on comedy uh, on the charts. That's a big deal. Like, that is wow. a massive deal. The first episode we put like, out. All the big podcasters are comedians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And uh, seeing us next to Joe Rogan, I think we're number three still. That's really um, cool. And then we hit number three on overall charts. Um, and we were like, holy shit, this is exciting. <laughs> um, but we, we, we absolutely love it. And um, it's it's just another way to express ourselves in a more uh, unrestricted way. Because mm -hmm. I feel like with a lot of our friend group, um, besides David, he, just, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Zane and I, we, we limit ourselves to what we put on YouTube because there's just so many restrictions. And if you're cussing, you're demonetized. If you're singing, you're doing anything outside of their guidelines, you're demonetized. And mm -hmm. um, we wanted a platform where we could just be ourselves and post stuff like we used to when we first started out on YouTube. So that, uh, what I'm going to, what I'm going to say is I think that's where the future is. It's like, yeah. Hey, do you know what? Like there's all these regulations, there's all these issues. What you want is control. Yeah. You know, and that's where uh, YouTube's appealing and Vine was appealing is you had that control. Mm -hmm. It's like YouTube was broadcast yourself, do whatever yeah. you want. But now there's every little thing coming at you as a content yeah. creator, the things that you can't do or can't say or it breaks terms of service. There's exactly. still a central group that because there's monitors a, everything. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But now it's more about, hey, what can I do? And that's the outlet right now is podcast. And mm -hmm. I think I think that's where the future is going to be is yeah. giving you know people that want certain type of content more control of what they want instead mm -hmm. of having you know someone telling them, oh no, you can't have that. Yeah, and I mean if like there's a, a couple. 
YouTubers I used to watch that did like gun reviews and stuff. Yeah. And their whole channel is gone. Yeah. done. Mm-hmm. And I get they don't they don't want to have gun content on the internet. Like, but there there's a market for it. People do want to see that stuff. And I feel like you can't really limit that. Sure. And put a, a ban all across just because Right. Yeah. Well we it's it's really it's a really tough fine line I feel like we're walking on, especially right now. Um Yeah, no, absolutely. And you no know, and I've I've talked about this a lot. Um and like one area that I love, you know, I have a couple of passions in life, you know, of course entertainment, content. Mm-hmm. Of course, AI. your family first. Come on. Family, yeah. Come on. Outside right, right. of family, um, <laughs> you know, entertainment, content, then AI, and then blockchain. I really think blockchain is what's going to make it so what is, artists are truly um, truly empowered and decentralized and can do what they need to do. Sorry, um, could, you, could you fill so, me in? So, like, blockchain, you know, like, basically the technology that powers, like, Bitcoin. Okay. So, it basically makes it so you can get your tribe or your, your audience to help fund um, your your future content. Gotcha. And so through consumption a, is what it is. So. And the, so kind of like, you know, how Patreon. Yeah, I was going to say, it's know, like Patreon. Is, is, very, is very helpful in helping people yeah. get supported. Patreon is still a central group and they they still have their own policies and they can still you know, take people off their platform if, if they choose to. Mm-hmm. Um, when blockchain starts developing to um, support um, entertainment executives or, inter- or, or content creators, yeah. it's going to make it so... Content is truly decentralized, but also so content creators control the power and control gotcha. you know what they're able to do and what they're able to accomplish. Yeah. Now there's going to be some negative effects because there's Definitely. toxic people out yeah. there. There's going to be toxic content, but it's going to make it so someone like yourself, you know, can create your own yeah. type of model in building your business. Definitely. And, and and making it so you're not disturbed. And you can do it mm-hmm. the way you want to be, and you can be as authentic as possible. Yeah. Um. And that that's a that's a good point because. Obviously, there is stuff out there on the internet that should not be on YouTube, and that right. is sure. so wrong. And I, I totally agree with not having that, you know, on the platform. But it, but it's a fine line, though. Exactly. Like it, it could be wrong for you, but for someone exactly. else, yeah, it's what's not. What's your truth? A, what's your belief? Exactly. Exactly. And I think, I think the future is how do we open it up even further? And yeah, and people when they want to gravitate to specific content, how can they support? Yeah, that that said creator or that said producer, and I think that's where the 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 future is definitely going. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a lot of hurdles to get to that point. I mean, sure. it, like, look how long it, it, it's taken brands to even realize, oh, let's move our money from traditional into yeah. digital. Like, it, it, how long did it take them to really do that? And that's where it's going to be. It's like wherever the money goes, that's where it's going to be. And it's it's also about freedom too. It's like mm-hmm. wherever the the content creator goes and the views go, that's where the money goes. And so, I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see. I know. And I'd say it's taken Brad like 20 years. Yeah, you know, if that. You know, yeah. I, you know, um, you know, I mean, a little less. But I think it's just going to keep improving and, and, and progressing faster and faster. I think as humans and as consumers, we want what we want. And we want to get it as quickly as possible yeah. and find ways of doing that. Yeah, I agree. If this... One interesting question I have for you is, let's say if you were given a million dollars to... He was already given a quarter of a million dollars. <laughs> Come on, I'm almost there. <laughs> let's, say, let's say every week to create a new video. What okay. type of video content would you create with that? I mean, that's a good point with talking about like Mr. Beast where he's like, 
you know, doing such extreme things and giving away so much. Obviously, watching reactions is so entertaining. Watching somebody being given something, just to see joy and shock and awe, basically. Yeah. Which I think he's done so well and uh, basically formulated his channel off of that. Um, so I think that 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 route by giving is a great He's way to do it. That direction. Um, obviously hyping up production quality is something I wish I could do. I wish I had, you know, better gear. I wish I had a full team that I could staff and, you know, help with content ideas and bringing stuff to life and setting stuff up. I utilize that. Um, yeah, I think just one, it's great to give and nothing feels better than giving. And if you can help, it's yeah, yeah. it's an That's amazing beautiful. thing. Yeah, that no, that that is a beautiful thing. I, I, but, I really but, believe. But there is, there's another fine line with that too. Like you can't like. It, it can't be fake. Yeah. Well, that's another. I hate. I hate with a passion. Fake shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fake pranks. I hate that stuff. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, but also you can't go give a homeless guy ten thousand dollars. Right. That sounds amazing. Oh my god! You gave a homeless dude a thousand, like ten thousand dollars. You can't do that though. Mm -hmm. You can't you go could, give. You could buy every item in a, in the supermarket and yeah, then give it to a homeless shelter. Exactly. <laughs> it's a, it's about how you do it. Yeah, well, then this was interesting is, you know, when it comes to like TV series, you know, it, it, you know there are you no know, TV series of, or, or, or episodes where they invest like one to two million dollars. And I, I actually wonder if YouTube or YouTube content or social video content is ever going to get to a point where people are making enough money where they're able to like invest that much into content. Um, I, I that'd be that'll be an interesting day when you have so yeah. many. I think we're creators. just at the beginning of it. Yeah. It's just like once, it, like it, it all comes back down to the creator of really realizing, oh, this is my production budget instead of oh, the, here's how much money I'm making. Yeah, that's the difference. And and I think these creators are coming in like Jimmy. It's like no, this is like this is cost of doing business, and we want to just kind of level it up. And once yeah. that once that shifts. Like you're going to see it sweep all over a lot of content creators and you're going to have the, the, the quality of content come up. I, I know there's a lot of uh, YouTubers out there that have massive staff and YouTube specifically doesn't know the size mm -hmm. of their operation. They're like, oh, it's just two people, you know, putting this, this out. And yet they go and it's like 62 people, mm -hmm. you know, behind yeah. these, these uh, you know, media empires basically that, that are forming. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it's at. It's just like once they're able to see it, once they're, they're able to do it, and once you're able to get more professional people in, you know, film and television saying, mm -hmm. look, this is where the future is, they have the, the, the education and the experience to really level up a lot of the, the production value. And I've seen that with content creators across the board. It's like they just had that, that shift. It's like they bring the right people in, making the right decisions, and they're investing more into their content. Mm -hmm. So That's awesome. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank you like, for having me. Like, for people to follow you and find you, how do they find you online? Um, just my full name, Heath Hussar, on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, podcast is Zane and Heath Unfiltered. And um, if they go on way back, they can go to Vine. <laughs> you can find uh, Vine comps, uh, Zane and Heath. And and you know, being that you know we're we're a show that 
mainly brands and decision makers like I'm listening to and, and then follow. Yeah. What are like two brands that you'd like to work with? Oof. Good one. Uh, I've always wanted to work with like a Bass Pro or Cabela's. That'd be cool. Um, just because that's my favorite stores to go into. <laughs> um, Do you like a then, wilderness adventure? Yeah. Uh-huh. Just do some fun outdoor camping stuff. <clears throat> I go fishing a lot, so maybe get like a new boat or something. That'd be great. Like, like, do you go bait fishing or do you fly fishing? Uh, I do fly fishing, oh, cool. bass fishing. Um, that's fun. Done deep sea a few times out here since I moved here. Uh, just, honestly, anything. Um, so I'd say one of those two. And then maybe Ford. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna, got, I was gonna ask. Like, you're, you're big Red beats it. Big Brother, is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, I got the, I got the Raptor, I got the Raptor and the Lightning. Um, but just, just car stuff in general is always fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. We really mm-hmm. appreciate it. Yeah, and thank all of you coming on. And make sure you hit subscribe, follow. You know what to do. And we'll see you on the next video.